Welcome back, fanboys and fangirls, to another glorious episode of the Podcast of Justice. I'm Ryan. I'm Delgado. Together, uh, we're going to talk about uh, WandaVision a little bit. It's really a divisive series, but um, I think that's kind of why we should talk about it tonight. Well, I mean, we kind of touched base on it last episode. We did, but you hadn't watched it yet at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like I said, I I try to let it like captivate my attention. There's just a lot of like the Easter eggs kind of just like flew over my head because a lot of them are really hidden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you literally got they're they're making people like have to watch that shit like a couple times <laughs> before they can like really get it. Um, but there's like a lot of different like speculation as to like what's really going on in this whole situation. So, I've heard two different speculations right now, two conspiracies really, that Vision, Vision is actually Mephisto, right? That's one of, like, the conspiracies. The other one is that Vision's actually alive, but he's controlled by Mephisto. So, he's either Mephisto or he's being controlled by Mephisto. But Mephisto is, he's there, somewhere pulling the strings. So, okay. outside of that, like, I don't know, like, well, the last, and this is like a spoiler alert, I guess, because, like, we're going to be talking a lot about, like, you know, shit that's gone on in the episodes, because we don't really want to ruin it for everybody, but, I mean, we wouldn't have any, um, anything to talk about. There would be no point to really even talk. Like, Without <laughs> spoilers at yeah. this point, I don't think that there's much that we can say that would really lend itself to a well-produced episode. And while we're not exactly known for uh, a professional podcast, I still like to try to do things the right way. Um, So this is your last and final warning. If you have not watched WandaVision yet, this is not the episode you want to listen to. Go back and re-listen to We're Not Perverts, We're Just Anime Fans. Because apparently that's one you guys like the most. Right. Uh, which, we got to have a serious talk about that one when you get home. <laughs> uh, so, I'm going to kind of start this off with a question for Delgado. Uh-oh. Because we've talked about this a little bit, but I want to put him on the spot and ask him a question. So, what didn't you like about WandaVision? I don't really like... I don't really like... Basically... The whole COVID of the situation. Because literally, what we were supposed to be getting after Spider-Man Far From Home, which was after Endgame. It was the first movie after Endgame. Um, there's really just no connection. And I think that's what bugs me the most is because like we literally just got dropped into this wonderlust of a situation. And... It's it's a real pain in the ass to really even think about like this like, as its own separate. You know what I mean? This is like watching something that is a very isolated property that has no connection outside of just you know one to Maximoff and Vision. And I think that's what like irritates me the most is because there's not a lot of like there's not like just even a sliver of like connection of to what the hell's going on. And I think that's what pisses me off the most. Like there's not even like an inkling of. Like, this is, like, its own separate... Like, it, it feels like, because of COVID, it's, like, it's separated itself. 
you could definitely tell that there's a break in the Marvel timeline universe. Like, I feel like it's just not, there's no fluid connection. I don't. There is, but there's not. Because it's just like, yes, it's the same actors, the same characters, but you can definitely tell that there's like an awkward period that like has caused this space. Okay. Turn this fucking music down. <laughs> I didn't think that they were going to be singing. But um, I dig it. I dig it, you know? It is good. <laughs> I try to so, go for like an oldies. An oldies lo-fi. Yeah. <laughs> In case you guys haven't noticed, we're always listening to some form of lo-fi. Um, we've just recently started to do them in a way that matches up to the topic at hand, oh, yeah. which I think is really cool. Um, we're always trying new things. Um, so what I liked about WandaVision is actually the same thing you didn't like. I like that it's it's removed from the greater MCU timeline right now because I feel like it gives the show its own legs to stand on. I like... Yeah, but we know that it's not that. No, I know. I know like, it's going to tie in eventually. Yeah, that's the thing that irritates me the most is that it's like, it's, it's like a dream, but it's not a dream because there's something going on and it's like, we know, it just, it doesn't make a lot of fucking sense because it's, it's almost like literally the fucking Truman Show and it literally is like, it doesn't make any sense because like, okay, who's fucking with... This, this whole situation. Is it Mephisto? Is it fucking Wanda? Is it some form of S.H.I.E.L.D. operation? Because there was, like, Easter eggs of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Within the, in the, you know what I mean? So it's just, like, but then you have, like, these small little slivers of, like, okay, like, on the on the radio when, like, she was helping Dottie, when Wanda was helping Dottie clean the glasses off, and, like, there was, like, because she was, like, who are you? And then she, like, had to pause and think, like, who the fuck am I? Yeah. And then, like, you got, like, something on the radio, like, where, like, it was, like, broadcasting in by accident. It was, like, Wanda, who's doing this to you, Wanda? Like, what the fuck? Like, you know, this is just, like, weird. Like, this is almost like a, like, maybe, like, almost like a Professor X type of situation where, like, you know, he's, like, searching through the cerebral cortex of, like, her, like, almost like an eternal sunshine of the spotless mind where, like, she's, like, hidden herself in a pocket reality inside of her own head and, they're, like, having, like, people trying to fucking, like, get in to her mind and fucking figure out what the, like, I don't think this is, like, an actual fucking thing that's going on all around her. I think this is all, like, mentally, like, she's, like, comatose. And this is, like, all going on in a comatose state because, granted, she has all these great powers and shit, but we both know that Marvel likes to deviate away from, you know, continuity. So, they still pull it off. Yeah. But, like, they like to deviate. So, with that being said, I don't think that Wanda's gonna bring back Vision. I, I, I do feel like maybe he is just, like, a... I feel like he is... Because he's all-knowing and shit, right? Like, Vision is a fucking computer. He's a supercomputer. Yeah. So, for the fact to, for him to not know certain things in the two episodes, like, kind of piques my interest because, like, he's a supercomputer. He should know everything. So, I'm thinking that this is from her brain, and she doesn't know everything, so he doesn't know everything. 
So I, I firmly believe that this is this is all taking place in her head. Like this is like a psychological like break going on because like she can't deal with the fact that this is actually you know post vision. That and she's she can't recreate a fucking like as far as I know she's not you know I know she can like I don't remember how the twins got brought into play like I think it was Mephisto that gave her the children right. I don't think that she created life on her own, but I know that she did snap the mutants out of existence. So I don't really know the power like that she helms, but I highly doubt that she could bring back the fucking the mind stone. So here's my thinking though. When at the end of Endgame, we have Cap going back in time to put the stones back where they go. Yeah, in that different reality. Yeah, so what if this takes place post Endgame, and it's Wanda's way of coping with the death of Vision. Because li- listen, so Wanda has the capabilities to rewrite reality, right? We've seen it happen before in the comics. In the We've comics. seen, yeah, I understand that. But how much do you think that they're going to actually change? Maybe that's why she wasn't in Endgame. <coughs> Wait, what? Wanda was in Endgame. When? At the end. <laughs> kind of my point. She didn't get snapped away. I know, but she wasn't in most of the fucking movie. Right? Or did she get fucking snapped away? No, because um, Vision died. She was crying over his body. I don't think she got no, snapped she, away. Yeah, I think she got snapped away, bro. Yeah, damn. Like, I'm, pretty, would be, I'm I mean, pretty sure she got fucking snapped away, because Vision died, and then she got snapped away. Like I'm like, yeah. Okay, well let yeah. me. Yeah, she got mm, snapped away. Let me posit my theory really quick. What I think is happening, because even the um, even the people in her little Leave It to Beaverville are like sometimes they get a little strung up real quick. You see that stutter, like their brain resetting. Yeah, They're that's like, why I brought fuck? that's why I brought up the whole like eternal sunshine and spotless mind. Like the shit is well, not it's not <clears throat> that's it's not spooky. <laughs> but um, it's not like fucking it's it's textured. Like you have that flat baseline of reality that's all around, but it's not reality. It's just the texture of that like there's like you know it's, it's it's salt and peppered with like you know okay this particular thing's moving this way this is how it's supposed to be fluid but it, there's hiccups you know what i mean like it's not textured correctly because like they are like in a matrix s type thing where there's like glitches so we kind of agree so i think it's kind of like a mind thing like i i firmly believe like it's like a mind thing like i just we kind of agree what I think is happening is I think she's created this re- reality around her. I don't think that it's a figment of her imagination. I don't think that she's building it in her brain. I think she's built it up around her. Maybe the vision's alive. And oh, she just wants shit. a safe, quiet place for them to live away from the Avengers, away from the danger, away from all of that, because that's what they need. Okay. So let me hit you with some reality here. So there are no children, right? There are no children in this reality at all. 
but yet they were saying for the children that they were doing this magic show, this talent show, or whatever the fuck it was, for the children, but there's no fucking children to be seen at all. That's kind of odd, right? And then she's just magically pregnant at the end of episode two. The first kids that we're going to see in this town. That's fair. And also, I don't care what you say, that, um, what is it, Agnes? That's that's Agatha Harkness. She's like a witch, right? She's not like neither. She's she's bad, but she's also not bad to the point. Like, she's done bad shit, but like she's also good. You know what I mean? Like, not good, but like she's like an anti-esque character. You know what I mean? Like, good person. So... I highly believe that she is working for Mephisto to basically cause, help, help deviate Wanda's, like, thought process, so that way she doesn't, like, think, you know, figure this whole thing out, that this is all a ruse, because I feel like she's helping Mephisto to get these children. Because Mephisto wants these children, right? Yeah. So he needs her to be on board with this shit. He needs her to create that magic to get them to where they need to be because he's not all powerful <laughs> to the point where he can just be like, all right, I got two fucking adult superhero kids. Or like, you know, not superheroes, but like, you know what I mean? Like two, like he could just like. Super kids. Yeah. And not to mention, like, Agnes said that, you know, she kept referring to. Her husband that we never got to see. That's weird. Right? Fair. I just I think that she's referring to Mephisto. Is what I honestly I fir- I firmly believe that that's exactly and this is why I, I I I like it, but it is very isolated property. Like I feel like this is its own thing. And yeah, I feel like they're gonna like salt and pepper certain Easter eggs to kinda connect it because of COVID. But I don't feel like it was purposely meant to be like that. I feel like it was supposed to be, like, an isolated... Because, like, we don't really need Vision anymore in the, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I feel like Paul Bettany just, like, you know... He did what he did. And, like, yeah, maybe he could, like, probably be revived. But, like, they could use his voice as, like, a Jarvis-esque type character. So use him as Jarvis again. Exactly. So... That's what I feel like is That'd going That'd be a on. huge waste of Paul Bettany's talent, but that's just my opinion. It would be. But I, I honestly, that's where I see it coming because there's just so many new faces coming into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And I, I feel like there's there's reasons why certain people's, like, you know, contracts, you know, had to end. Like, Steve Rogers, I can almost guarantee you the only fucking cameo he's going to get, like, they probably need him to, like, you know, really push the ratings for, like, Winter Soldier and Falcon. You know, just to kind of give that, like, or they might actually, if they had the, like, brain power to really, like, create and or financial backing to do a show where Captain America goes back in time and takes the stones back, I highly doubt that. He's going to be like a cameo. That's all that's going to be. And he's going to be old. (laughs) I don't don't foresee him coming back and, and being like actual Captain America I just I don't that's like the same thing with like Tony Stark like there's no way that Tony Stark's gonna come back because we're already getting so much shit you know what I mean like we're getting so many new characters we don't have room for everybody and they're most certainly not gonna be able to pull off an endgame every fucking Marvel movie you know what I mean they can't pay that many actors to be in every fucking movie because we're gonna need that 
So they're setting up the foundation for all these different characters. So that's why we've got all these isolated properties and they're going to tie in this Mephisto character. And this is why I'm saying this is like certain elements that yes, this could be connected to the Doctor Strange because Mephisto is, you know, a demon or whatever the fuck. I don't really know too much about Mephisto other than like his first appearance was like in fucking Silver Surfer number three and that he's like a fucking devil. Like he's like a bad entity or whatever the fuck. Like he's, you know, but I can totally see that being connected to Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Um, but I don't, I don't really see Wanda actually creating all this chaos. Like I feel like, at least not yet. I feel like maybe when it comes down to it and Mephisto takes the kids, that might cause it to snap. Because yeah. like I feel like that's what happened with House of M is when Mephisto took her, her, or killed her kids or something like that of that nature. And she just fucking snapped. Like, it had something, you know, and, like, all, what were you talking about? Like, the vision, the visions? Where people yeah. are, like, talking about how, like, this show's gonna be centered around, centered around, like, the visions comic book that just came out, like, what, like, fucking like a few, nine, few years, nine years ago? ago? Um, not even that long ago. <laughs> like, there are people who are flipping the vision number one. The um, visions. No, it just says the vision on oh, the cover. It's like a family. It's like it's, a family it's, of visions. It's a family of visions. And for some reason, people seem to think that those are the kids that we're going to see in this show, which are like little kid visions. Like and, robots. Yeah. No, or androids or whatever. I mean, that's not the way that this is going to work. We're getting, we're getting what, what's their name? Wicked and... And Speed. Yeah. Yeah. That's Billy who we're getting. And, uh, fuck, I can't remember the other guy's name, but yeah. Yeah, Billy. There's no way we're getting any any other characters other than Wiccan and Speed. Yes. It's just and not going to happen. I firmly believe that this is going to be this this is going to start setting up the Young Avengers like this is like the plug. So you're going to have Wiccan and Speed as the twins, the twin boys, right? Well, Hulkling and Wiccan are like a thing. Like they're like, you know, like a very notable gay couple in the Marvel um comic book um whatever <laughs> so i'm starting to think that yes we're going to see these these babies age very rapidly just like you know how we see like color comes after episode number two i i firmly believe you know she's just like magically pregnant and it's funny because you know that she didn't do that on purpose because she looked just as fucking flabbergasted as fucking you know like they're not flabbergasted she's just like very monotone like oh I, I guess i'm pregnant yeah you know what i mean like she didn't cause that this is like an actual fucking plot line that is a little bit thicker. You know what I mean? Like, it's Mephisto. Like, this is like, she's like, I feel like she's like comatose. Like, I, I think this is like taking place in her mind. And I feel like that's a great way that Doctor Strange comes in. You know what I mean? Because, like, he would deal with certain shit like that. He's like a Professor X type character where he could, like, get her out of this hell that she's trapped in yeah this is why i don't feel like i like i said i feel like the vision's not gonna be like he's not alive i mean um and i mean even paul benny was talking about in a deleted scene that kevin feige wanted to do like a in credit scene of like the death like in like a funeral of vision like they expected him to be dead oh yeah <laughs> so like i think he was a little riveted that they were like not gonna fire him right out the gate and we're like hey we're gonna do like the show how okay so if you think about this so you've got vision right well you know we're getting evan peters as quicksilver yeah. and he's going to be reprising his quicksilver role 
in WandaVision as uh, Pietro Maximoff. So, one, it's going to be a little weird that we're getting him as instead of like Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yeah. But he's dead. This character's dead. You know what I mean? Regardless if it's a, a different actor or not, this character's dead. So, we're already seeing dead people coming back. So it's not really out of the realm of possibility to but think that Vision's actually dead. Let me let me debate that point for a second. So Aaron Taylor Johnson's Quicksilver is dead. Right. Not Evan Peters. Right. But if this is taking place in another alternate universe or whatever, which I get is a good setup because of Doctor Strange, I feel like Doctor Strange is his own separate entity to explore the multiverse. I don't think that they're going to have this convoluted-ass timeline in every movie they're like it's, it's going to complicate shit for the fans you know what i mean yeah. like that multiverse of madness is going to be an isolated event where it's like okay yes you might have sporadic little things here and there like three spider-men because apparently toby mcguire spider-man is going to hang around and i think that they were talking about like conspiracy wise that andrew garfield is going to die so i don't know but they were talking about making it. Sam Raimi was talking about a Spider-Man number four, like actually bringing that to light. And I, I mean, sure, like fucking all of the Spider-Man movies, let it happen. But I'm just, I don't, I, I feel like this, the multiverse of madness is going to be like the mainstay of like the multiverse trickery. And you think it's going to be what really brings everything in? Yeah, I don't. Well, I don't see like this is like a. This is why I'm talking about like this is like a psychological thing that is like a break uh, for her because this like, like how we got to see Clint Barton after his family got snapped away. He, well, he fucking snapped and he turned into fucking Ronan. He turned into Ronan. So this is like a post vision because we didn't get to really see how she, you know, um, how she mourned yeah. the loss of vision. You know, really fully. And we didn't see a fucking funeral either. Like, we didn't get to see anything. We saw Tony Stark. So, granted, yeah, she could, like, bring all these pieces and, like, fucking, you know, bring them back together. I'm sure Dr. Banner and fucking, you know, Dr. Banner could probably. But I think without Stark, like, it's kind of just like, I mean, we got Shuri, but, like I said, I feel like this is like a psychological, like, Truman Show-esque Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Like, Sword is trying to fucking pry Wanda out of this comatose state that she's done fall victim to because I feel like maybe she asked for Mephisto's help to bring Vision back to life and it was like a, a monkey's ball type of situation. And he was like, oh yeah, I'll bring you back Vision if you give me two children. Yeah. But she didn't know that or some shit like that. I can see it getting spun like that. Like, this is how I feel like it's going to go. And they're going to take all these different twists and turns until we get to, like, the final couple episodes. And then it's going to be like, oh, okay. I I guess I get it. (coughs) So, yeah. Um, I feel like that's the most plausible way to do it. And if I was writing it, that's how I would write it. So, I feel like it's just more sensible to go that route instead of, you know, trying to write yourself in all these different plot holes. Yeah. Like, I feel like Marvel's writers are a little bit... I I feel like we're probably a little on par with each other, where it's just like, I mean, I'm a Marvel fan. This is how I would see it happen. Um, Not that it's going to naturally happen that way, but, I mean, logically speaking, like, yes, I do believe Vision's dead. Quicksilver's dead. Even though they're bringing in... I mean, this is where shit starts to get drawn, uh, uh, jarring. Because you know, like how certain characters are stuttering and there's these glitches. 
that's where we get another Quicksilver that has always been her brother. And the viewers are going to be like scratching their head, but she's not. Because that's who all, how she's always got to see. You know, that's all she's ever known of him. And like, that is her brother. Yeah. Glitches. So I feel like, yes, this whole entire thing is like in her head or she's like fucking stuck in a dimension where, I don't know. Like, this is just like my thought process of how like this is going to go. I'm willing to bet, Moni, that the episode three is the one with the Halloween scene that we've seen in the trailers, where they're dressed up as their counterpart, comic book counterparts. Well, we'll get to we'll get to find out this Friday, which <clears throat> you know it is what it is when it comes down to it. But I can almost guarantee you because like this is going to be like a heartbreaking type of real like realization when we come to find out that Vision's not actually alive, and this is like something that she is going to hold. You know, like. Yeah. It's going to be a gut-wrenching thing. And this is what's going to make it a really good, you know, uh, series. Because, like, she's going to... I can almost guarantee you that, like, she's going to... I, I, I foresee that maybe, maybe... This is, like, her last go of it. What if I call it right now and say that she chooses to stay in this reality? I could see it. Even though, even though that she's going to be in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, what if she comes back and decides to stay in that fucking hell? Because she's with him. Yeah. But the boys, however, get separated like Dragon Balls, and fucking they are real. Because in the comic books, they didn't know that fucking ads. <laughs> but uh, what if, like Dragon Balls, right? They're separated because in the comic books, they don't know each other. They don't know that they're brothers. Wiccan and Speed, they don't know that. Okay. So, that would be very interesting. And that way they could, like, nerf Vision and Wanda and set room for Kamala Khan and She-Hulk and Moon Knight and blah, 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 blah. You got Ironheart. You got fucking how many other new faces? There's talk of like a Black Knight fucking series. We got Nova Corps coming eventually. We're going to have Nova. Uh, Richard Ryder, I don't know. We got Fantastic Four. We've got fucking Miles Morales eventually going to pop up. We got three Spider-Man as is. You see what I'm saying? Like, this is when they're going to start dialing back with all these, these characters. And I think the only reason why fucking Thor has a fourth movie is because it needs to happen. Because they're trying to set more shit up like the X-Men, because there was a rumor that fucking Storm was going to make her appearance in that movie instead of Black Panther 2. Yeah. Because we both know that we can't set up Black Panther, or we can't set up a a Storm connection to Black Panther because they're not going to replace Chad. Yeah. So, them being married is not going to happen. I would have loved to have seen it on screen. Um, And they've got a lot of convoluted shit to, like, come up with for Black Panther 2, which... We will. We won't. I don't even know if they'll even have Namor make an appearance because that would have been like the best like fucking uh, setup for a Black Panther two movie was the King of Atlantis versus the King of Wakanda. Mm-hmm. I mean, they feuded in the comic books, so this would have been really cool to see on scene, like on screen. Yeah, and we also would have got you know the live action Namor. Uh, quick disclaimer for the listeners tonight: this is going to actually be a short episode. Um. Because what we're planning on doing tonight is kind of talking about WandaVision, and then on Friday, 
we're going to be recording a remainder episode, basically going over more, uh, kind of talking about what happened in episode three. Um, so this is going to be probably our shortest episode to date, uh, <coughs> but just keep an eye on the page, keep an eye out on uh, whatever app you happen to listen to us on. Uh, this is not going to be uh, an hour and a half plus. This is <laughs> no, no, no. We'll probably be wrapping it up here in about like twelve minutes, to be honest. Roughly speaking. Roughly speaking. Um. So, while we're on the topic of the other Disney Plus shows, uh, not to open a can of worms after that disclaimer. Um. While I might disagree with Delgado's theories from a business standpoint. I, I have to agree with him on a couple of them from an emotional standpoint as well. I really enjoyed the show. Uh, every aspect of it kind of spoke to me in a way. The references to Bewitched, uh, the references to like old 80s like nuclear family households. That was all really fucking cool and really well done to me. Um, the black and white was a really nice artistic touch. Seeing the color transition once, you know, they kind of started to realize more and more about who they were. Uh, was really cool, and I think it sets up more. Uh, and I did reference the Halloween scene from um, the trailer. Yeah, from the trailers that we've seen, where they're actually wearing their comic book costumes. Yeah, which I think is cool. a really cool design. Um, and I'm really excited to see uh, Paul Bettany wearing the old school Vision costume. I'm really excited to see that, and uh, Elizabeth Olsen wearing the old school Scarlet Witch costume. Right. Um. But seeing Sword, seeing um, the way that they're setting it up, the Stark ad for the toaster was really yeah, was, fucking cool, dude. Did like, you catch the fucking uh, Hydra watch? Yeah. That was pretty neat, too. Yeah, it was really fucking cool. I, I honestly would probably buy one of those if they were real. I could totally see Quicksilver being either in episode three or four. I'm calling it right now. He's going to be dressed up in the classic fucking Quicksilver costume and congratulating them on their kids around Halloween. Or being excited because he's going to be an uncle. That's going to be interesting. And I could totally see that from like a fucking like American Horror Story S type, you know, um, perspective. Because like that's the kind of character he just, he's a looming character that like, you know, tries to steal the thunder from the main characters. Yeah. So, even though he is kind of like a main character in, like, you know, American Horror Story, but he likes to steal the, you know, the, the, the attention from the main story. Um, so, I, I can definitely see that happening. I don't feel like we're going to, I feel like we'll get references to Magneto, but I, I honestly don't believe that we're going to see him anytime soon. Um, but, you know, it is... Um, it's definitely interesting because the speculation is just like all over the place. Mm -hmm. And I just, like I said, I feel like this is how it's going to go. And Mephisto is going to be, he's going to be the big bad of this series. And somehow he's going to cause this drama because Doctor Strange is going to get roped in at the end of this. And she's going to end up snapping and causing all this multiverse of madness, craziness, because of the boys. What if it's not Mephisto and instead it's uh, Mr. Sinister? No, I don't see it happening. <laughs> no, Mr. Sinister is more like like a, a Summers uh, problem. That's fair. You know what I mean? Like, he, all he's ever been worth... Like, the only, the only fucking um, reason why he even existed was because he was to stalk the Summers through generations. 
like cloning Gene. Yeah. And then like I think he had something to do with Hope and Rachel. Uh, I feel like there's other connections there somewhere. I just can't fucking think of them. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I I don't think that it's Mister Sinister at all. Well, I feel like we will end up getting a Mister Sinister. Um, at some point, I feel like he'll probably be the big bad. Like, I get that, like, maybe Magneto will be there, but I, I feel like Mr. Sinister will be like a Thanos level type esque, you know, because bad guy seen, of the, the X Men. We've seen how many times Fox tried to set up Mr. Sinister. We saw that. We saw it the whole time, you know. Well, see, because the thing that the, the story is like the X Men that we're going to get is the giant size X Men, number one. We're going to get that, like, um, roster of X-Men because they're so, like, culturally, like, cultural, blah, 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 culturally diverse. Yes. Because you've got Nightcrawler that's German. You've got fucking Thunderbird that is Native American. You've got fucking, um, you've got Storm, which is African, you know, African-American. you got Wolverine, he's Canadian. Uh, fucking, who else? Cyclops is, you know... Fucking American. Uh, who else do we got? The Colossus Russians. is fucking Russian. You see what I'm saying? Like it's just like very diverse. And the the first actual bad like villain that will be like a Loki esque character, like level bad guy, will be Sauron. 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 However you pronounce that. I'm, I'm very bad with pronouncing that name, but he's like the pterodactyl looking fucking. You know what I mean? He was actually a creation of Mr. Sinister. Yeah. So we're going to actually see Sauron. That's Sauron. That is a very weird word coming off of my fucking tongue. But no, that's how I see. Like, we're going to see the, the death of Thunderbird. You know what I mean? We're going to see the, the deadly genesis um, happen. Uh, or I guess, like, that's the sequel, but... You get what I'm saying. Like, this is going to be, you're going to see this first team go and fail, and then you're going to see, like, characters like, I will lose a fucking screw if they fucking bring in uh, Vulcan, which is a Summers, right? And then you've got Darwin and uh, the other two, I can't remember, but they're like, they're like a secondary, like, you know, team to go in and save the day or whatever, but... I can guarantee that that is like the the, the road that they're going to take for the X Men. It's going to be completely different. It's going to skyrocket X the giant size X Men number one to heights that we've never seen before. Uh, I've been looking into like the first appearance of Sauron, and like it's already at ignorant numbers. So I'm starting to think that there's a little bit of weight behind that. I don't know, man. That's an older book too, and he's yeah, played I think a part. It's like X Men double digits. I can't remember. Yeah, what it's fuck. it's like. Mid double digits, so in the fifties, if I remember correctly. I feel like Magneto and Charles Xavier are gonna be like a feuding thing, but it's he's not gonna be the big bad. Like yeah. he'll he'll be a big bad, but he's gonna be like a <laughs> like a Doctor Doom esque type, you know, character. But he's not gonna be like a okay, this is what we're gonna lead with. They're gonna set it up for a Mister Sinister like level of threat because Mister Sinister with his clones and shit. Like, that is, like, a big thing. And not to mention, he also ties in well with Deadpool and Cable. You know what I mean? Yeah, really so, well with Cable. Because he's literally the reason Cable exists. Like I said. 
the summers <laughs> effect. That's you know what I mean. Like he, that's he's all over that shit. So I, I can. I, that's why I bought that that fucking first appearance, the first full appearance of Mister Sinister, is because I firmly believe he's gonna be like a Thanos level threat when it comes to the the X Men. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's something that I thought kind of ahead. Of, you know what I mean? So, but outside of that, um, yeah, we're going to start seeing all these mutants like sporadically thrown, sprinkled salt and pepper throughout, you know, just like how the Avengers kind of made their first appearances. Yeah. And it's going to be interesting, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still revving up the, the, the gears thinking, okay, how are they going to fucking pull this shit off? If they're going to do this one division thing, you know, they've got a lot of shit that they need to start, you know, putting into motion because this is like the start of phase, what, four? Mm-hmm. They've got a lot of fucking gaps to fill in because we still ain't got fucking Black Widow, which I'm still a firm believer that that was, it was a prequel movie, but it was going to be a precursor to, okay, that wasn't actually in fact because to me like my conspiracy theory is that black widow is still alive like the black widow that we saw was like a fucking a scroll or a cree or whatever i think it was a scroll and that was not the real fucking and because like we're getting secret invasion yeah so i firmly believe that i firmly believe that that was um like, you know, the little salt and pepper Easter eggs that were, you know, getting placed in, so. Okay. Like, I, I think that that is, uh, yeah, they fucked that all up. <laughs> God only knows when the fuck we're going to get, you know, Black Widow. I mean, they say we're getting it, what, May 7th, but are we really going to get it? Is well, it going to, they should just stream the motherfucker movie already. It's just done filming, Stream isn't it? it. Yes, it's, it's way past done. Everything. It's way past done. Just fucking release it on Disney Plus. Cut your losses and just be done with it. We want to see the damn movie before we all get fucking locked down again. <laughs> so, outside of that, my uh, my closing thoughts is, uh, yeah, WandaVision is a good show, but uh, you know we'll just have to wait and see if I'm right or not. Um, I'm just saying we'll we'll have to wait and see, but I, I really firmly believe that's how it's gonna go. I, I kind of want to see you be right, but at the same time, I want to see you be wrong just based on principle. <laughs> yeah. But also because I really want the show to have some kind of heart-wrenching final scene. But uh, like I said, this is going to be a short one. I think uh, we're going to bypass the question tonight. Nah, we got time for a question. Yeah, we got time for a question. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. So if you... This one's Del- this one's for Delgado. Uh, if you could wake up tomorrow and have any one of Wanda's amazing powers oh or visions, which ones would you have? I don't fucking know, dude. I don't even know like the fucking like the amount of powers that she even has. Like she's a very dry character to me like in the comic fair book. okay like all i know is that she she created the non-existence of mutants yeah <laughs> like that would be pretty cool to like wipe out like that entire you know like that would be a really cool thing i mean to like either be able to create or take away that power i mean that's pretty cool um outside of that though do you have like a 
I mean, do you have a question for the fans? For the fans, I do. Yeah, leave them with a question. Which one of the Disney Plus shows are you guys most excited for? Ooh, yes. Yes. Which which of the many fucking properties are you excited for? What about you? Uh, God damn it. Um, probably She-Hulk. Okay. Probably She-Hulk. I mean, I'm kind of, don't get me wrong, like, I'm kind of excited for the Winter Soldier and the, or the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but, like, I just feel like it's just going to be too buddy cop of a show. Like, I feel like they're doing that shit on purpose, and there's not going to be, unless that they actually are going to introduce Omega Red and all those people in fucking Mandarpore, then that will be my favorite show. <laughs> so, outside of that, what what's your favorite property? That uh, right now, I'm really excited for? to see Loki. Oh, God, yeah. That looks pretty good, too. I'm just really excited to see what they do with him time traveling like they're going to. I'm just really excited to see that. Right. But yeah. Uh, so I think that's going to be it for us tonight. And we'll be checking back in with you folks on Friday. Uh, giving final thoughts for episode three of uh, WandaVision. We'll probably check in once a week, obviously, as we have been known for. And we'll probably talk about the last episode of WandaVision that we watched. Um, and kind of go over what we're seeing. Um, so the next couple few episodes are probably going to be very spoiler filled. So just be prepared for that. Oh yeah, be very prepared because that's all we ever do is spoil shit for people. Especially you, <laughs> bitch. Well, I mean, like we, yeah, that's what we do. That's what we do. That's what we're that's, good that's at. That's why man. we are here is to fucking give you um, very shitty details on you know spoiler esque <laughs> type fucking. You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, no, this is gonna be us closing this out for this one. Um, so with that being said, we'll see you in the next one. I'm Ryan. And I'm Delgado. Bye.